Phelan. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of saying welcome to Charmed Rewind. You should say it this time. Welcome to Charmed Rewind. <laughs> this was a, a weird one to do. We took a time traveling ride way back to season one. Yeah, I get whiplash from that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did another poll this time for Charmed Rewind with a number, a random number generator on Patreon. I was real scared. We had some season seven and eight ones, and it was real close. I think this was the closest we've ever had a vote on there. Um, but by just two votes, inching to the win was season one, episode 12, The Wendigo. The Wendigo. In uh, some ways, this episode was a sign of things to come. <laughs> A window into Piper's future. <laughs> a windigo. <laughs> a windigo. Ah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, this was um, a real interesting period of time in Charmed because uh, since this is only midway into season one, they're really trying to figure out what they're doing still. Mm-hmm. So you got kind of that that Buffy still on it with like uh, kind of cop show with more monstery type stuff and mm-hmm. later it felt like they really just drifted more towards dudes with fireballs and black <laughs> robes yeah and less about them going out and trying to investigate anything they they care way too much in this this isn't the charmed i know no. <laughs> they actually they're like hmm, maybe we should try and help people yeah Let's go out somewhere, not just the crappy caves <laughs> for two yeah. seconds and be like, wow, we did our bit. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they had a decent-ish budget. They go out to different places. The monster makeup, I would say, was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels real weird. It feels like they were also um, more likely to have scenes at night and not just well-lit sets. I feel mm-hmm. like it drifted more toward that later. Yeah, definitely. So, do you think we should just jump in? Sure. Alright, so the first scene of this episode is a full moon. Because they seem to think Wendigos are werewolves. (laughs) That's a theme. Absolutely no difference in their version of Wendigos. I don't know why they even bother calling it a Wendigo. They could have just said a werewolf and it would have made as much sense. They might as well have, really, because, like, you know, there's a few different variations of wendigo from what i was looking at it's like sometimes they're more spirit-like that possess people and sometimes they're more creature-like but anything i saw about them says nothing about full moon transformations and i don't think you generally transform back especially not during the day like a werewolf (laughs) yeah the the running theme with wendigo lore as far as i know is mostly the cannibalism aspect the the insatiable hunger something about it originating with cannibalism Uh, none of that really seems to factor into this yeah sometimes it's like greedy people seem to get turned into wendigos i guess in some lore yeah it seems to be a person was bad became monster eats people (laughs) which is why piper turns into one yeah (laughs) she's the evilest of all It's interesting we have back-to-back episodes about werewolves or the girls turning into werewolves Mm -hmm. slash creatures. Another taste of things to come, except much worse. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, like, this this was a thousand times better than PMS werewolves. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is such a stark contrast, too, between, like, them actually trying and them doing the same story when they didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, because the PMS werewolves is just like, eh, it's not going to happen for another 50 years. Okay. Meh, 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 meh. Solved itself. Nobody cares. Yeah. This like there were like stakes and stuff. Yeah. They they <laughs> felt bad about someone dying at the end. Like, you know, wow. These are like people that care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. Okay. So it's a full moon. Uh, Piper has a flat tire. Um, she uh, apparently is on her way to Quake. This is back during the chef days when she was a manager at the restaurant Quake. When she remembered that was her passion until like the very end of the series where she goes, oh yeah, I wanted to be a chef, but then I opened a nightclub that had nothing to do with that. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) She's apparently going there just to meet uh, Phoebe and Prue. 
Like, mm-hmm. she works there, and then she's like, yeah, I'm going to have a dinner there with you. Like, wouldn't you want to, like, get away from the restaurant sometimes? Yeah, you would think. Usually you like to, like, unless she's getting a discount, maybe that's Yeah, maybe there. they're like, discount food. They are at the bar, though, so it's another, like, taste of things to come. They're sitting at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's talking to Phoebe on the phone. Um, she's at Quake uh, with Prue. Um, there's a cordless phone just on the counter that they're using. Yeah, I find that unlikely that they would give the customers a cordless phone because that would probably get lost. Yeah, but I guess they know the manager, so it's cool. <laughs> Um, another thing that seems very unlikely, uh, Phoebe is instructing Piper how to use a jack on the car. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't seem like something Phoebe would be able to do. No, Phoebe doesn't know how to do anything. Even back in season (laughs) one, she's terrible. (laughs) Um, well, uh, her instructions can't help Piper figure it out. (laughs) So, um. I assume, like, Phoebe talks to Piper about herself for quite a while. Like, maybe that was before the episode started, because, like, Piper's like, I gotta get off the phone, the battery's gonna die. And My phone's does. gonna die. You spent the whole time talking about emotions or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Feed me. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, she drains her batteries and she has to use a payphone. <laughs> uh, Phoebe offers to go get her, but she's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll meet you later. Uh, so Piper uh, calls the auto shop and uh, at Quake, Phoebe asks Prue what she thinks about hiring her to Bucklands. This is her plot for the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a bunch of odd jobs during season one. I remember that being a thing. Cause she was kind of the loser sister who couldn't keep a job mm-hmm. before she became just ask Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's like, you know, I'm not really qualified at all, but please, can you hire me, Prue? Please. <laughs> Why does Prue do the hiring? She clearly has a boss in this episode also. Like, why is she in charge of this? Well, I think Prue is kind of a middle manager, so she can hire her own assistant is the way I took it. Okay, yeah, I guess. Uh, Phoebe's like, you can use my premonitions to give you the straight dope on the pieces. (laughs) She says, I'll give you the straight dope on them. (laughs) With my premonitions, I might just be able to get you the straight dope without a trip to the office water cooler. See if they're fakes or not. And Prue's like, yeah, you can start tomorrow. And Phoebe's like, can I have a ride? (laughs) (laughs) Prue just like, I made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake. (laughs) This was during the era of Phoebe uses a bike to get around, too. So remember in the pilot, she gets hit by a car while she's on a bike. Yeah. (laughs) She had a nastier fall in the original pilot. I think she did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Piper's phone has died because Phoebe spent all that time talking about herself. <laughs> so she walks toward a phone booth in the middle of Murder Park. Yeah, this is so <laughs> creepy. It's like this phone booth is just like near the edge of the woods. It yeah. kind of looks like if you'd find a phone booth these days where it's you no know, all grown up around it and like no one's used it in years. That's what it looks more like, except this <laughs> is apparently a current past. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only thing is, like, the grass is too cut around it. Otherwise, it'd look like a more modern phone booth. <laughs> this, this just feels like uh, you're asking for trouble, like a cursed phone booth. You find that in there, and you get in there, and then you end up in Narnia or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it needs uh, signs pointing towards it, like, extra safe. No yep. harm will come to you <laughs> this <Magic's> way. fine. <laughs> uh, she senses a presence. And takes off in her sensible khakis and turtleneck <laughs> toward the protection of a glass phone booth. <laughs> you know, they ask later, like, Phoebe's like, hey, how come you didn't, like, freeze it with your powers? And she's like, oh, I was trapped in the phone booth. She knows something's following her. She runs toward that phone booth and does not think while she's outside the phone booth, maybe to use her powers to freeze whatever's coming toward her. Yeah. Her powers must be really weak at this point if it can't get through that phone booth. Yeah, I'm not clear if this is like because they're still their powers are still kind of growing or if this is they hadn't really figured out the rules yet. The fact that she can't freeze anything outside the phone booth seems yeah. weird. I mean, it might have been nice if they did keep some rules for them instead of just letting Piper wave her hands and blow things up or freeze them later. Like I mean, I guess she never just like froze the world. I guess she was just kind of affecting the room they were in. 
Yeah, but right? just it's so easy for her later. It'd be nice if there were some limitations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, a giant hairy creature dashes out of the bushes and pushes over the booth, uh, punching its way inside and slashing Piper's arm. Pretty good scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs up. Piper gets attacked. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happens within like 30 seconds. So this happens and then a man with a flare gun <laughs> runs out and starts shooting at it. <laughs> Billy Winchester. He's like, my, my brother's kicked me out of the group. <laughs> Saving things, hunting people. <laughs> uh, so the Wendigo runs away. Opening credits. We come back. This is certainly a replacement song. Some sad piano music is playing. Yeah, very weird. And uh, yeah, the lyrics. Oh, what a day to be stung. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Phoebe and Prue are heading to the hospital. Um, Andy is there. Uh, Piper is being bandaged up, and she's telling this doctor about her rare blood type in case she passes out. Just so you know, this is going to be plot relevant. <laughs> it's so weird going this far back, though. It's like Andy's there and like no Daryl even with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Daryl wasn't there at all. We know Daryl was a part of the show at this point, but I guess he just wasn't regularly there. Yeah. He didn't become more prominent till Andy's death. That really became his time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that, that Piper has a rare blood type, was that brought up again or relevant later? I doubt like, it. I feel like during that episode with the with the ninja and the plague, <laughs> like the ninja toy and all that, I feel like that might have factored into it, like why they couldn't help Piper. Maybe. Could be wrong. Not that it ever really matters once they have Deus Ex Leo around. Yeah. It's so weird because he's not part of the show yet either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's shown up at, at any point yet, but the fact that Piper without Leo, like, there's such a, like, together item later mm -hmm. on. Yeah, no one for her to complain at. Yeah. <laughs> she, it's, it's real weird seeing Piper in this episode because, like, minimal complaining kind of seems to yeah. give a shit she's almost human yeah she's not defined by um husband and babies constantly or her just constant anger but it does show up in this episode yeah <laughs> uh andy mentions he also has the same blood types so you know that's also going to come up <laughs> uh prue goes with the doctor to sign some forms uh phoebe asks why piper didn't freeze the uh the thing attacking her and uh she mentions the thing about her power's not working outside the phone booth. Uh, and she introduces Phoebe, Prue, and Andy to Billy, the flare gun man who saved her. Um, and I, I'm unclear when Andy rejoined uh, during this conversation, because like they were just talking about freezing and powers and all this stuff. Was Andy around? Was he with Prue? When did they come back? Uh, well, he goes off with FBI agent Wendigo for a bit. Well, that didn't happen yet. No. I don't know. I guess he went and played with himself for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is this is real weird, too. This also, uh, I guess, kind of highlights the stuff with Andy that didn't really make a lot of sense. So they haven't told him that they're witches yet. I don't think that happens till like, the final episode, doesn't it? Like, maybe. when he dies? The yeah, final maybe. one he's in, I mean? Yeah, maybe. Um, but clearly he knows about the supernatural stuff, because they're talking about this Wendigo, werewolf creature, whatever, magical powers, it turns into it. He's fine with this. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, I guess there's a Wendigo on the loose. Better get it. Like, why can't they tell him at this point? Yeah, he does not bat an eye hearing there's a Wendigo. And neither no. does FBI agent Wendigo. It's yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Piper says she was attacked by a creature. And a woman in a giant scully coat slinks out of the shadows <laughs> going, do you have a description? <laughs> <laughs> She's instantly suspicious. Phoebe's like, are we related? <laughs> yeah. She does kind of look like Alyssa Milano a bit. Yeah. Kind of like a cross between a werewolf and Charles Manson. She says she's in the FBI. And Phoebe's like, FBI? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb line. <laughs> hmm, FBI? Cool. It's like, is that just in there to make Phoebe look like an idiot? <laughs> FBI? Cool. I got the straight dope on the FBI. <laughs> Um, so she's been tracking this killer all around in these different places. 
And Billy uh, explains that this creature, he's been hunting it as well. He knows that it's scared of fire because it attacked him and his fiancée, and he chased it off with a log from their campfire, uh, but right after it killed his fiancée. So kind of bummer for her. <laughs> and he's like, but you know what? I love almost smoking. I'm a chain almost smoker. So let's light up in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Starts trying to smoke and then Piper blows his cigarette out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dummy, you're in a hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That keeps happening with this guy. It's like he's about to smoke, but he never does. Yeah. <laughs> keeps getting cut off before he can smoke. <laughs> uh, back at the house, Piper is looking through the Book of Shadows, and Prue says, eh, Don't worry about it. Let Andy and the FBI lady handle this. <laughs> don't worry about this thing that almost killed you. That you described as werewolf-like, I'm sure that won't come into play. <laughs> it's fine. It's nothing to do with us and our powers. <laughs> yeah, she seems to be the one most like what they're like later. Like Prue seems very uninterested in helping innocence in this episode. She's more focused on her uh, her art plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Piper thinks that she's been involved with this for a reason. She uh, she thinks that she owes Billy this um, for helping her out, uh, and and. Uh, because his fiance got killed. It was kind of sad. It's weird that she cares. It is so weird. <laughs> this is not the same person in later seasons. Piper who cares and has bangs. We yeah. don't know this person. Who is no. she? <laughs> <laughs> Wants to go out of her way to help someone. Be like, ah, the babies. <laughs> what does this have to do with me and my children? A Wendigo? I don't have time for this. I have a dinner party. <laughs> The cranberries are coming to the club. <laughs> Who's going to be at home to yell at Leo? Leo. That's why we didn't know if the blood type came into into play later, because like Leo could just heal anything. Like it, nothing mattered ever. No. There were some stakes here. They didn't have like a white lighter around to just heal them whenever anything happened. Mm-hmm. It's also like it's so nice that they can't just yell at higher beings because like they yell at the elders later on ah, or get some white lighter down here <laughs> yeah they actually got to put some elbow grease into this you know let's go to magic school and complain <laughs> and then q's like yeah oh, shut up <laughs> uh so phoebe comes into the kitchen in a brown pantsuit and hopes to impress her new boss prue is it impressive i don't think so <laughs> No. And then, like, immediately Prue tells her about some item, and Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, one of those! Yeah. And Prue's <laughs> like, you're fired. Uh, it was a stickly failing that she was telling her about. A stickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the sticklies. I know about, about those uh, sticks with the, the pick, poking people with the stick. And... Get out. <laughs> She uses her telekinesis, makes her fly out the door. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how lazy the effect with, like, Prue's power was, where they do the digital zoom at her squinting. <laughs> yeah, she squints at the stove. Something's bubbling over, and then they do digital zoom. Yeah. Turn off the stove. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I put in my notes. Piper thinks she owes it to Billy to help with this creature. We are in season one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're also in season one kitchen before they go to Buckland's. Yeah, it is kind of a different kitchen. Um, Prue leaves the room and Phoebe is like, enough about this Wendigo stuff. I'm worried about my job. <laughs> and Piper says the most ludicrous thing said in this episode. Uh, she says that Phoebe is one of the smartest people she knows. You're one of the smartest people I know. I'm sure you'll do great. Either Piper is lying because she wants to see Phoebe crash hard and burn, or she's not met anyone else. No. <laughs> this woman cast a smart spell on herself. It's in canon that she's intensely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, like, maybe, did the kitchen get blown up at any point? Like, maybe that explains the completely different remodel of it later. Maybe. I feel like the whole place got kind of fucked up when Andy died. I feel like yeah. they had to, they wrecked the place a little bit. Yeah. Maybe once they had Leo, he did a lot of remodeling. That's kind of what he did. He just worked on the house. <laughs> yeah, I remember him fixing a light forever. Seemed to be what he did mostly. <laughs> he floated up to the light. Real great use of his powers. <laughs> sure does take a long time to change this one light bulb. How many Leos does it take to change a light bulb? 
Uh, so Phoebe leaves for work just as Piper turns the page on the book to the Wendigo page. <laughs> Uh, at Buckland's, Prue is showing Phoebe around, showing her a job. They're looking at some pieces, and she's like, this is a Stickly original, which Phoebe repeats mockingly. A Stickly! <laughs> no, she says it like, oh, she's pretending she knows what it is. <laughs> oh, oh, so she's, oh, uh, uh, Stickly, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think she was trying to sound like she had any knowledge with but obviously did not. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, I like, I heard that as like derision. You know, like you're being snooty with your sticklies, nah. <laughs> with your snooty lamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's just proving she shouldn't have been hired for this job. <laughs> no, uh, this is immediately. This is two seconds after being at the job. Um, they are like uh, writing down, like uh, cataloging items. Even though this is the day of the auction, yeah. It's a little insane. Um, Phoebe picks up a gold bracelet, uh, and she has a vision of a car accident from this bracelet. And uh, she's like, well, I, I think I had this vision because I need to figure out who owned it. Because, uh, again, this is season one, and she actually cares about innocence. Like, all the visions later are just about her. They're never yeah. about any innocence. It's always just about Phoebe and her dates <laughs> or whatever. I find it a little weird that this jewelry is just out in the open, too, and that they would be touching it with their hands right before the auction. Oh, I mean, I guess what's why couldn't you touch it with your hands? Because you'd get fingerprints on it. You'd scuff it up. I guess. I guess it depends on. I mean, they weren't selling them for too much, right? It was like three hundred or something. Yeah. Depending on the item. You'd think you'd want them as clear as possible right before the auction, though. Yeah, that's true. Especially because that seemed to be a hot ticket item too. Yeah, because her boss like, oh, I can't wait to sell that bracelet. <laughs> I can't wait to sell that bracelet. Uh, Prue is annoyed uh, that she had a vision because they have the auction today. <laughs> She's kind of the piper of the situation. Like, ah, you can't be having visions. That annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's, uh, it's the way they portray it, though, is not as ghoulish as they are in later seasons. She's just kind of like. Oh, this is like my, my job. I can't like rip items out of this auction pile, Phoebe. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this is this is how they should have done it because like obviously this kind of stuff would interfere with their lives. But the mm -hmm. fact that she's trying and trying to work with this inconvenience is is what you're supposed to do in a show like this. Like your heroes are supposed to care a little bit about people. Yeah, it's nice like seeing them actually have real jobs too. Because, like, they do not later. Yeah, not just sex in the city with witches. Yeah, and it's just like Phoebe doesn't even have to do her job all the time. It's like, oh, I told my boss to screw off. And she said, thank you for telling me to do that, Phoebe. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only thing that keeps the paper going. It is kind of <laughs> nice, the the the, uh, the seasons when Phoebe was, like, a piece of crap. And everyone's like, you're a piece of crap. And she's like, thank you. And not like, I love you, Phoebe. You're so good. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same with, like, P3. Once they have that, it's like they don't have to do much of anything. Like, maybe once every ten episodes you see F Piper yelling at someone to, like, eh, yeah, tell them to stock the warehouse or something. Yeah, <laughs> That's she about used it. to manage it, but then she just became yell at Leo Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Quake, uh, Piper is talking to Billy and explaining what a Wendigo is. Uh, she says it's a person who turns into a monster at night and eats human hearts. And the first Wendigo was a person who was betrayed by his lover and ate her heart. And uh, I don't know. They have this whole big theme in this episode about how Wendigos are looking for people in love and want to eat their hearts or whatever. And like, I don't know. This is It's a weird theme. Yeah, apparently it's not even really correct. They just want AB negative blood hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can't be too picky if you're looking for a rare blood type and you're like, oh, also, you, there has to be a love story involved. I don't really. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was just a wrong guess or not. <laughs> there seems to be love involved, but it seems to be more about like, I'm going to get mine now. Fuck everyone else because my fiance was a jerk. Who does Piper love herself? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Billy suspects that it takes love from others and asks if Piper was in love and she goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when Billy decides to get flirty with her because she reminds him of his fiance. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> uh, not the time, Billy. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Uh, Maybe it goes after really beautiful people. Cause you're beautiful. <laughs> like my dead fiance, huh? Even Piper seems skeeved out by this. Like she's like, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's still polite about it because, again, season one, she probably would have blown him up if this was season seven or something. Um, Piper says that the Wendigo attacks during the three phases of the full moon. So it may attack again tonight. Again, the werewolf thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just werewolf with the, the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the Buffy werewolves, don't they? They do, yeah. Pretty. I mean, I said the makeup wasn't that bad. As, as a Wendigo, it's not that bad. As a werewolf, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like Wendigo is a bit more open to interpretation. There's a few different descriptions of how they look. I feel like this is also kind of uh, ambitious makeup-wise, because fur work is hard to do and make it look convincing. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy to make it look like fun fur, but to do like a whole full-body suit, and then the, the hands and the face, like... I feel like that, that uh, the makeup work took more time than they generally did later. Mm-hmm. And especially because it's a Wendigo, they could have done anything with it. Didn't have yeah. to be furry. I mean, the PMS werewolves were just shitty CGI. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It looked way better than that. Yeah. Uh, she says that they should contact Andy. and uh, But but Billy is like, no, I trust FBI agent definitely the Wendigo more. I definitely <laughs> trust her more. <laughs> yeah, he says he's known her for years, which is really confusing once we get to the reveal with her. Well, I think it's because he's been hunting the Wendigo and she's been hunting the Wendigo at the same time. And because he doesn't, he didn't know it was her, mm-hmm. she hasn't like killed him yet. Like they just both happen to be tracking the same killer, which yeah, is Yeah, but how he finds out is ridiculous because he says like, oh, she's been great with me. So it's like. He's apparently had a relationship with her. We'll get into it more once Maybe we get he was there. like, you remind me of my dead fiance, <laughs> FBI lady. Yeah. You're so beautiful. She's just really taken with that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> he gets attached to anyone in his vicinity. Mm-hmm. This is the first indication we get something's up with Piper. Uh, she gets dizzy suddenly. Something's up. Uh, that's when the cordless phone rings <laughs> and she answers it. Uh, Andy's checking in on her. Uh, FBI lady happens to be with him and he's like, hey, FBI lady, Billy's on the way. And also uh, I dated Piper's sister and she's like, I hope love isn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> A lot in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird trying to shoehorn in the like he dated Prue for a while. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, that's the only reason I talked to those other idiots. I didn't prove, okay? <laughs> they grew up together. We saw flashbacks. They were childhood friends. But it's like, no, I dated her, her sister for a while. <laughs> Piper? Yeah, I dated her sister. So Andy's gone over the corner reports for all these other victims, and uh, he says all of them had the same rare blood type. He doesn't seem to think him having that same rare blood type might be an issue, like, <laughs> unless he thought he would be the bait when they go. I'm not sure, but he never seems to think his life's in danger. No, he's just like, I'm going to have some nice strolls around in the park, death park. It seems fine. They go on a, on a stakeout looking for this thing, and he never thinks, oh, I have this rare blood type. <laughs> I sure hope a- FBI agent Wendigo isn't the Wendigo, because I'm only out here with her, but I think I can trust her. Yeah, he, he believes that a person is turning into a Wendigo, attacking people in the middle of the night, and he doesn't, he never has any clues, and he's, any suspicions about who it might be. No. Uh, but they do think that it will attack again tonight because of the pattern. So uh, they're going to go on a stakeout at the park uh, because all, all the time it always attacks in the same area. How? What are the chances that three nights in a row someone with the same rare blood type in a love situation is going to the same park in all these different places, the same place every night? Yeah, this is this, this doesn't look like a large park either, and it just it's just a field. With a, a stupid payphone. <laughs> so like, I don't think this is a rare blood type at all. It seems there's people crawling all over the place with this blood type. <laughs> Everyone is AP negative in this episode. <laughs> so, uh, FBI lady uh, is meeting up with Billy. Uh, he's coming to go talk to her. So they go to the car park alone. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, the Wendigo attacks people in love like an anti-Cupid. 
He calls it an anti-Cupid. Anti-Cupid. <laughs> and he goes to light a cigarette. <laughs> an FBI Wendigo reacts like a Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Fire bad. This is what bugs me about them knowing each other for years. Mr. I apparently smokes all the time. An FBI. And he smokes in a hospital. Chain smoker. Uh-huh. Well, chain almost smoker. <laughs> but it's like, this FBI lady must know he smokes at this point. This must have come up. And she has no idea. And yeah, this bad reaction and stuff. And no attempt to cover it up at all. Just, ah, I need to kill him now. Why would she react like that anyway? Like it's it, like it's like she doesn't know what fire is. Not like if mean, fire could hurt her, yeah, I guess you would be scared. But like as a person, you would know it's a lighter. It's not going to go near you. Yeah, like this Wendigo is supposed to be sort of good, I assume, at covering her tracks. So you'd think she if that happened, no, from she's, anything in this episode, <laughs> she sucks. But like according to how long this has been going, <laughs> you would think she's okay at it. So you. She should say something like, oh, geez, that just startled me for a second or something, you know? But, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to cover up putting your hands in front of your face going, ah! <laughs> like a vampire. <laughs> yeah, she sucks at this. <laughs> so, uh, Billy's dead as shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. First time this ever came up, somehow. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> as they fade to the commercial, uh, his dead body blinks. <laughs> yeah. You can see him, like, trying not to blink. His <laughs> eyelids moving as it fades out. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't quite dead yet, but he's dead by the next time we see him. <laughs> Maybe I'm okay. Nah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the B-plot uh, with the bracelet at Buckland's, uh, all this stuff is going on with Phoebe finding out about this bracelet, and they throw a lot of information at you. So Phoebe's like, I found out who owned the bracelet because of the car and then the road and the web. And then I looked it up and then there was a missing girl and her father kidnapped him. And the detective was trying to find him. And then like, and then like found a little girl, but then died before you get it to him. And anyway, I got it on the internet. Like what? <laughs> Excuse me. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. What a nonsense there. It's like from the flashback they show of like Phoebe's vision. doesn't seem like that bracelet is even thrown that far. <laughs> Uh, but she spent so much time working on this that she didn't do any of her work at Buckland's. She's doing a bad job. You think this would lead to her being fired, but it it doesn't. It's dumber. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it belonged to a missing little girl. And Phoebe's like, you can't sell this bracelet because we got to find this little girl. This might be the only proof we have that we know where this little girl is. We will find out that that is utterly irrelevant anyway by the end. Yeah. So Prue's boss comes in uh, looking for the bracelet. She's like, I was looking for that bracelet. I really want to sell that bracelet. And I just couldn't find it. I'm just, just cockeyes on this bracelet all the time. This is going to be the best seller ever. This is just a generic ass gold bracelet. Like there's nothing special about it. And it has an engraving on it with initials that like are very specific. So like. Who wants that? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like it's got that inscribed on it. It's like it wouldn't be worth much to most people, I wouldn't think. Yeah. At Quake, Piper is at work uh, sweating and using a glass to cool herself off. She's like sick as shit. And she's like, let me go to work in the food industry. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder Quake got shut down. She bought P3 because her restaurant (laughs) got shut down for health code violations. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, surprise health inspection. <laughs> this is only for one scene too. This goes nowhere. Yes, yeah, nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, like she's like I'm the manager, uh, and she she tries to pretend that she isn't sick while dripping with sweat, just <laughs> pouring off of her. And while he's there, like right in front of her, like she puts her head into the freezer and rests it on some meat. Mm. And he's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna shut this restaurant down if you don't go home right now. <laughs> And she does end of scene. <laughs> yeah, this could have been accomplished with like a two second scene of her being like, oh, I'm too sick to go into work. Yeah, like there was no reason for this. Like, it's not like they had to have a, a, a character in this scene for contractual obligations. Like, we need to have one scene. It's just it just seems like maybe they were short on time or something. So they're like, I don't know, just throw a scene in here. Maybe. It's weird. There's a better thing they could have filled this episode with. (laughs) 
So there was something that would have been more interesting to see they could have filled in this episode with. We'll get to later. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so Billy's body's been discovered in the car park. Uh, Andy's checking it out. FBI lady's acting super suspicious. Oh. Andy seems to be catching on that something's going on here. Yeah, I can't stand when they do this. Like, she is the worst. I can't stand, like, after a reveal, a character does this, like, crappy <laughs> cover talk. Like, ha ha, yeah, I wonder who killed them. I wonder if they were someone much like me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she didn't want, I mean, he didn't want <laughs> you to know why they killed him. <laughs> she holds up her badge and her name's Wendy Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm suspicious of you. <laughs> Homer? Who is Homer? My name is Guy Incognito. Okay, so, uh, what happened next? Oh, yeah, the auction. Uh, good news, the stickly piece sells. <laughs> the lamp got sold, in case anyone was uh, wondering how that went. <laughs> Baby's like, <laughs> stickly. Stickly. <laughs> cool. <laughs> So the uh, the bracelet's about to be bid on, and uh, Prue stops it by uh, using her telekinesis to uh, make the number cards fly out of people's hands. Yeah, Phoebe whines at her. Prue! No one really questions this either. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, ah, oh, I keep dropping my thing. Anyway, no one like says out loud, like, they could have been like 300 yeah. or whatever. Like, I feel like that happens at auctions, but whatever. Yeah. Also, this was a very slow auction here. Because usually when you have auctions, it's like, and it was like, anyone? Yeah. Anyone want this bracelet? I see people almost raising huh? their sign all the time, but then they drop them. I guess no well, one wants it. I guess it. they didn't. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, I thought it was pretty cool, but let's go to the next piece. Yeah. Here's another stickly, stickly, stickly! <laughs> Very silly. <laughs> At the house, Andy goes to see Piper, and uh, her arm is healed. She feels great. And then she transforms into a Wendigo and attacks him viciously! Whoa! That's the end of Andy. He's dead. Then the nightmare becomes reality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she wakes up. It was just a dream. She's still sick as shit. <laughs> Andy shows up at the door, and he tells her about Billy being dead. And she's like, how could this happen? Who could it have been? Cute FBI agent lady, dead, 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 comes yeah, from around the corner. The stupid timing. <laughs> <laughs> Why was she waiting around the corner anyway? <laughs> she always has these, like, reveals. She's like, oh, this is going to be good. They got a lot of corner reveals in this episode. Yeah. Just going to wait for them to say a line that sets me up. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey, if you can think of anything useful, uh, call me directly. Gives her her FBI business card. This just looks like a printout for like a graphic designer or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this to all the people at Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they leave and Piper decides to check her wound. And it's all hairy and gross now. <laughs> <laughs> Cue some jazzy music? <laughs> It's like some easy listening, like... <laughs> There's some really weird music cues. Pro probably a replacement again, maybe? I don't, I don't think so. I think it was no. just a transition shot music sting, like, before Phoebe goes to visit the mom of the missing girl. Mm. So uh, so she goes there, and she's like, she, she has the bracelet. And she's like, hey, does this bracelet look, look familiar? And the mom's like, I've never seen it before. This is just too hard. I, why are you bothering me with this? And she's like, oh, yeah? What does this stand for? That's my daughter's name. Well, guess what? And her daughter was just standing around the corner with proof. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> why did she need the bracelet and then she had the daughter? <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Terrible of them to do this and terrible of the episode to skip over the rescue of this daughter. <laughs> they just off screen rescued the daughter? <laughs> yeah, this is a lot to just skip out on. It's like, well, no, I think we know what you want to see an auction that goes poorly. <laughs> This is clearly a very traumatic situation for this mom. We don't know how long this little girl has been missing. Clearly a significant amount of time. Mm -hmm. And like, what did they do? They just found the dad and then like knocked him out and grabbed the girl. Like, what does she think? Like, it's her dad. We don't know what 
Yeah, well, I guess she didn't want to be there, but like, I, there's a lot of stuff I have questions about. Yeah, were any authorities contacted about this? Like, it's just yeah. so much skipped over in this. <laughs> and like, it's just a dick move to just have the daughter behind the corner, and it feels like that just went wrong. Like, she was gonna wait for like a bigger reveal, and then she's just gonna slam the door in her face, and she's like, "Wait, wait, hang on, <laughs> we got the daughter. Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, no need of that. They're terrible. <laughs> That's definitely a Phoebe plan. <laughs> yeah. Prue's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really invested, I guess. <laughs> Phoebe's the one who's going to get the door slammed in her face. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, Andy and the FBI lady are going to the stakeout at the park. And she's like, hey, you better turn off your phone so you don't scare that monster away. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sounds like a good idea. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> It'll be less safe that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's also very interested in him dating Piper's sister. He's like, hey, what was up with that? <laughs> Piper? Yeah, I dated her sister. And uh, she's like, let me give you my villain exposition dump. <laughs> I had a fiance once who broke my heart. <laughs> so I ate his. <laughs> anyway, she's going to kill rare blood type Andy. <laughs> She makes sure to take her coat off first, though, because I guess she likes that coat. She's like, I don't want to rip my coat, but the rest of my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Prue and Phoebe uh, find Piper at home uh, with her hairy arm. <laughs> and she's all snippy and mean. And it's a real window into her future. <laughs> Does your arm not know what time of day it is? <laughs> she was just masturbating too much. <laughs> It's like, I guess uh, Andy and FBI Wendigo were just standing around the park for like hours, like doing nothing. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of like afternoon when they show up there. Yeah, it's like it's bright and sunny. And then just the next time we cut back to them, it's the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Phoebe picks up FBI agent's card and sees her turn into the Wendigo and attack Andy. All she had to do was hold the card the whole time. Yep. Could save us all a lot of time, Phoebe. Could have saved that uh, one guy too, Billy Winchester. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, this made it very easy, I guess, that she saw that. Uh, they decide to look in the Book of Shadows, and Prue knows what to reference. There's like a bunch of Latin and stuff on there, and Piper's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're so smart. Just shut up." <laughs> <laughs> all of these lines she says as the Wendigo sound exactly like Piper lines, just normally later on. Yeah. Like, none of them seem too mean to be Piper later on on a, on a normal day, on a good day. Yeah, pretty much like season four on, this could be regular Piper dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of Latin and cross-referencing and stuff. This was before The Book of Shadows was just like a Dr. Seuss rhyming book <laughs> for babies. <laughs> like, oh, that's Latin for this, and that means, and then I turn to this page, and then this cross-reference, oh yeah, okay, I see, I've decoded the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then later it'd be like, this is the bad guy demon. <laughs> he does the bad guy thing. And here's what Phoebe added, a Sears photo of him. <laughs> he's a demon in a black robe. And all you have to do is say, boogity boogity boo at yeah. him and he disappears. <laughs> power of three, let it be. Okay, cool. Yeah, power of three just did everything later. Mm-hmm. Blow him up with your hands, Piper. That's all the descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> just do Might that thing you always well. do <laughs> yeah do your lazy hand wave <laughs> yeah lazy hand wave that's all it says <laughs> so they're like let's go find the wendigo and kill it that's gonna make piper better again that's what, all we had to do all that cross-referencing it just meant kill the wendigo <laughs> and they're like well that makes it easy at least there wasn't two people we care about at least it wasn't like an innocent person turns out she was bad anyway <laughs> Yeah, um, apparently killing a Wendigo can be quite difficult, according to some of the wars. Sometimes you need to cut its heart out. Sometimes you need like a shaman ritual. <laughs> to oh, kill it was it. super easy because this is charmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but first, they got to confine Piper. So when she turns into a Wendigo, she doesn't get into trouble. And Piper's really mad about it. And Phoebe's like, "I got some kinky handcuffs." Wow! Wow! Uh, at one point, Piper says, screw you, bitch. <laughs> and she goes, this is me talking, by the way, not the monster. <laughs> yeah, just like a minute or two before, she says something mean, but she's like, this is me talking. You need to kill her. 
Yeah, which I mean isn't surprising either. Like, oh, Piper wants someone dead. Yeah, sure, that's normal. <laughs> Why would we be surprised that that's her talking? Screw you, bitch! This is me talking. All right, so uh, Andy and FBI agent are at the park. That's when um, that's when she takes the the th- her coat off and turns into a Wendigo. Piper also turns into a Wendigo and immediately breaks free. Thanks, Phoebe. Did nothing. (laughs) Andy's turned around when an FBI agent turns into the Wendigo. She attacks him from behind. Uh, He turns around and tries to shoot her. Phoebe and Prue arrive arm in arm just as she's ready to cut his heart out. Shoot, they're like linked arms walking through the park like, we gotta go find this Wendigo. Why are you doing this? (laughs) That's very weird. (laughs) Uh, He's unconscious and she's got his shirt ripped open and she does like a little slice across his chest. Not a very deep one, but she's starting to like, she's going to cut into his chest. Tenderizing him for... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They shoot a flare gun at the Wendigo. And she slinks around like an idiot. (laughs) There's just like a whole scene where they're shooting flare guns and he's running across the park like. (laughs) You're like, I wrote what an action sequence. (laughs) Phoebe comes up and she's very much like later charmed ones with this line where she's like, oh, so I guess she didn't cut his heart out yet. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, does he still have his heart? It's like, well, I think it would be a little more blood (laughs) if she cut his heart out. It'd be a little messier. Very little caring behind that too. Like, oh, is he (laughs) murdered your ex-boyfriend dead, Prue? (laughs) Yeah, Prue's the only one who cares about Andy's safety. (laughs) It'd have to be a super neat Wendigo. Like, I don't want to get any blood on his shirt while I take his heart out. (laughs) Put some plastic around him. It's so funny. They're checking on him and they're like keeping the Wendigo at bay by just like occasionally shooting a flare gun. Like the Wendigo's like, is it safe to come out? And then <laughs> <laughs> run away again. But that's when uh, Piper Wendigo also shows up yeah. and um, they don't know which one is which. Phoebe's like, I don't know which one's the robot. Which one do I shoot? <laughs> And Prue's like, I just shoot whoever and just hope that it's the right one. Yeah. Doesn't even have any sort of, like, pause, any conflict. Like, maybe she might shoot Piper. Yeah. Just shoot She one. shoots the gun and she does nearly... Like, the only reason Piper is not killed the shit out of is because Wendigo Piper can also freeze things. So she freezes mm-hmm. the, the flare gun unknowingly, I think. Because I don't know how smart she is as a Wendigo. <laughs> Yeah, it seems the way they indicate the kind of confused look the Wendigo gives that it did it accidentally. Just reactionary. She would have had a flare gun in the fucking face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Prue's like, whoo, lucky that happened. Telekinesis is the the flare into the FBI Wendigo right into its chest. (laughs) Well, Phoebe says the super helpful line of, do something. Yeah. Do something! Do it! Uh, yeah, so they've killed the shit out of her. Um, lucky for them, her body just fades out of existence. <laughs> yeah, just nicely disappears. <laughs> Would this have happened Why? to Piper if they had shot her? Yeah. Just like, gone. They wouldn't, they'd just be weeping over nothing. <laughs> yeah. There'd be no body to mourn. <laughs> uh, Piper returns to her evil naked self. <laughs> like, how did this get explained, though? Like... This woman was an FBI agent, I assume. Yeah, maybe that was in the files at the end when they had all of those things that confirmed that neighbor Dan died and all that. Maybe that <laughs> FBI agent was part of their, like, the Charmed One suspicious files. You'd think, though, the Bureau might be a little interested. Like, hey, an agent of ours went out there and has disappeared. And the other police officer on the scene only has some vague notes about people slayed some monster in the park (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh uh, this is also lucky for them Uh, magically Andy's chest also heals because the Wendigo's dead that made no sense why Why does this undo all of this (laughs) it's not even like he was hurt that badly it wouldn't have even mattered if it didn't heal yeah, like it's just like a did, little slice. Yeah, did that suddenly like fix Billy Winchester's neck? Did he suddenly <laughs> pop up alive? <laughs> it fixed him up, and he's buried alive. Ah, yeah, <laughs> he's in the coroner's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So at Quake, uh, Piper gives Phoebe and Prue free iced teas for saving her hide. <laughs> and Phoebe says, Literally, you wendigo, you! On the house, for saving my hide. Literally, you wendigo, you. What a weird yeah. line. Yeah. What a weird line. <laughs> You're weirdos. They do a weird thing at the end, too, where they're just like, Ooh. Ooh. This is like, um, this is a beautiful... A WB girlfriend type ending, like ice teas and all that windigo. Sucks about that guy who died. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> and it starts playing like the like you were saying the CBS pan pipes, like from early oh, edition. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, they end on CBS pan pipes. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, Piper says real quick. She's like, I feel bad about Billy dying because I'm not used to losing an innocent. You're supposed to protect. <laughs> You better get used to it real soon, Piper. This is the first of hundreds, Piper. <laughs> All the ones that you yeah. saved were ret- retroactively also get killed. So the same. Yeah, you gotta you gotta count as zero saves basically by the end. <laughs> Negative saves. It's gonna be very much the opposite by later seasons. Like I'm not used to one of the innocents actually surviving. She she end. used to cry over losing people, and then by the end she's like, "Man, what are you gonna do about it?" Yeah. Not my husband or kids, I don't care. <laughs> Need to change a diaper, that's more important. Piper asks what Prue told Andy about what happened, and she's like, I told him the truth. And Phoebe's like, no way! <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, she just literally told him the truth. It's like, what did... She mentioned something about vanquishing, and I'm like, but he still doesn't know they're witches, so what does that have to do with... What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he? He just he just was chill with all this. Yeah, just. Was... I thought it was gonna end with her being sarcastic, and she's like, "No, I just told him like there was gas leak or something." <laughs> like, yeah, but it wasn't. For some reason, she just goes, "Yeah, I didn't know what else to tell him." So he said, "Yeah, we killed the Wendigo together." <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, "All right," <laughs> and then Piper's. Uh, or, uh, wait, no, okay, this happens first. Phoebe quits her job at Bucklands. <laughs> she doesn't get fired. She quits, and she's like, "It's just too emotional for me with all these visions." <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up, Phoebe. Lazy Phoebe. <laughs> I just didn't like, you know, working. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know what? It's just too emotional for me. I just, you know, it really would be better for me if I just didn't, if I didn't work. You understand. Her takeaway, she's like, we saved this girl from being kidnapped by this evil yeah. father and <laughs> she's like you know I, I don't want to save anyone like yeah, that again she's like i helped someone i think this is bad news for me <laughs> like, excuse me what <laughs> you horrible person especially with prue being her being her boss she could fuck off anytime she wanted like that's the ideal position to be in i don't know why they wouldn't keep her there for a while anyway that's a good plot device if they were going to do other things with it yeah i mean it wasn't that great in this episode but you could do a lot of things with like random art pieces and artifacts and auctions and stuff yeah and it would have been nice to give them more scenes you know outside of the house which i mean it wasn't as big an issue earlier on but later on it sure was just them all hanging around the house forever mm-hmm. Uh, so Piper's like, you better stay out of my world or I'll kill you. <laughs> she goes, this is me talking. <laughs> this is me talking. Screw you, bitch. This is me talking. Uh, and then fade to credits as the pan pipes of unfunny jokes plays. <laughs> yeah, then the cat delivers them a paper and like, this is tomorrow's issue. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, real easy going, man. <laughs> anyway phelan this is a very important question Mm. who was your margoyle your standout (sighs) loser of the episode it has to be fbi agent wendigo (laughs) yeah (laughs) sucks there's no way she should have been able to get away with this for years when she's so bad at covering anything (laughs) it's like ah a lighter I've known this guy for years, and apparently he smokes all the time, but this is the first time I ever noticed. Ooh, fire! I have a Wendigo! <laughs> she does suck pretty bad. <laughs> and then just, like, after they come back with Andy and her shitty speech, like, I wonder, maybe it could have been not someone who's the Wendigo who, who killed him, you know? Well, I'm pretty sure it's the Wendigo, but, but why is it different, huh? <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess I'll go with your theory. <laughs> <laughs> she sucked. Who is your Margoyle? I am going to go for Phoebe in this one. Because mm-hmm. that was a real dick move, hiding the daughter around the corner. Yeah. I feel like there were easier ways to go about this, but she's like, I'm going to go with the dumbest way of doing this. And she didn't need the bracelet in the first place. Her whole plot kind of like... <laughs> didn't need to happen no (laughs) she just made it more complicated i feel like the takeaway of i never want to have to save someone like that again is really bad too yeah yeah basically uh (laughs) bad marks all around for phoebe (laughs) (laughs) you know what's crazy this episode was about piper but she was not the worst one in the episode because it was so early on like she was like she was fine this reminds me of why i liked piper in the beginning because she could be, like, sarcastic and, and kind of cynical, but, like, she still cared about people, so it was like, oh, that's kind of funny, all right. Yeah, and the fact, like, the glimpses of later season Piper were her out of character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, she grew her bangs out, and then she was just a meanie. Just a meanie <laughs> pants. <laughs> so what is your overall takeaway from this episode? How would you rate it? Uh, I mean, it's doofy in spots, but there is a lot more effort in this because it is a season one episode. It's nice seeing them leave the house, them yeah. being a little active about things. <laughs> it's like there were scenes like in a whole bunch of different locations. And I feel like later on is either the house or the crappy cave set. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like a lot more efforts being put forth. Yeah, I think it's like a solid... um early season episode like a starter into like this is they're still trying to feel themselves out but i like this version of phoebe better too like her saying kind of dumb things (laughs) yeah like you're allowed to have like some silly things or your character's acting kind of dumb or 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 being kind of cynical sometimes as long as like there's a structure there where they're moving things forward and they care like a little bit. Unless your intention is for them to be bad guy characters, mm-hmm. then go in that way. But you, you can't present them as heroes and then show that emphatically they are not. Yeah. And uh, Coming off of like PMS werewolves where they're all just self de- self-absorbed asshats. It's like you see this and it's just like so different. They care about stuff. Yeah. Well, an- another thing that was really lost in later seasons was stakes. Mm-hmm. just stakes because if you look at this compared to pms werewolves they didn't care it solved no. itself and they were like whatever the end and there was arguably more things that should have been at stake considering this involved uh, leo and murders and white lighters dying and all this other stuff but mm-hmm. this episode treated this thing with the windigo with more like worry about people and trying to save people granted they lost an innocent in this episode Mm -hmm. and they didn't really seem to have any thoughts that maybe the wendigo fbi agent could have been uh, like a person under the influence like piper that they could have tried to save her they're Mm -hmm. just like well it just sucks to be her man (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a bit but the fact there was any empathy for anyone is much better yeah the fact that she cared about billy like this was a character that he flirted with her a little bit but otherwise it wasn't like there wasn't like a romantic thing going on there wasn't like this is someone i gotta save because a date or whatever Mm -hmm. like there was no selfish reasoning behind it like piper just wanted to help him Mm -hmm. the fact like when piper has like the hairy wound and stuff there's like fear about it yeah it's not like later if she saw Again. yeah it'd be like, oh, i don't have time for this because i gotta get the kids their lunches so they could go to school <laughs> <laughs> it, it was also very nice to see piper not solely defined by one or two things because they just relied too heavily on her always talking about normal life her family maybe the club but it really was just sort of focused on yelling at leo and not wanting to do anything mm-hmm. and it was nice to see her like doing other stuff here she wanted normal life except when it came to like let's not bind our baby's powers who could kill us <laughs> An idiot. it also like it was, it was more of a struggle because it wasn't just blow things up they had to actually try and figure out what to do there were a lot of easy solutions granted but they yeah. were like looking things up and like this is where we need to go yeah i wish the wendigo's body didn't just disappear and like the yeah the conclusion wasn't just so easy because that's ridiculous same with the subplot of just we saved this girl off screen (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. A little too easy, but I think a solid first season episode. I think it was all right. Mm-hmm. So anything else you'd like to say about the Wendigo? No. All right. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this podcast, we'd appreciate it if you liked, subscribed, or left a review wherever you're enjoying this on. Uh, you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm or other places that host podcasts, most of the big ones, under Charmed Rewind. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash series and youtube.com slash Uh You can support us on Patreon uh, and take part in polls like selecting episodes for Charmed Rewind on patreon.com slash movienights and Phelan stuff is at patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. You can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What hashtags? <laughs> Hashtag Wendigo Wiener. <laughs> hashtag Wendy go <laughs> I'm gonna change that hashtag FBI agent Wendy go yeah, that's better <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it I had nothing else on that one I was trying to think of a real good one <laughs> but I didn't have one <laughs> hashtag Wendy go into the future All right. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag dumb Phoebe Dumb Phoebe, good one. <laughs> this is real clever. That is clever as Phoebe. <laughs> Alright, uh, much like Phoebe, we're going to be back in around a corner to hide and reveal something to someone. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> hope you Charmanders have a good uh, rest of the year. It's almost over. <laughs> See you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>